This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. It's time to be taken on a journey on the DJ Mac Travel Show, only on Plains FM. Hello everyone and welcome back to the DJ Mac Travel Show. Today we're talking with Linda Jenkins as a continuation of the previous show. So this is part two. Um, Linda is part of or owner of World Travellers here in Christchurch and Wanaka and we'll resume the interview. Thank you. And so if we talk about safety itself, so like safety within the plane, wearing a mask and just general hand hygiene and food hygiene, how do you think that's going to be the same overseas with motel rooms? There's going to be more cleanliness or not saying that motels are dirty or anything, but just the fact that do you think there's going to be quite a different regime come into play with motels and they're going to use that as part of our selling ploy as such, maybe? I think that's, that's definitely happening already that the accommodation sector are seeing that they have to um, not necessarily up their game with, with hygiene because their, their pre-COVID hygiene could have been absolutely fine, but they're going to have to tell the story about their hygiene a lot louder so that people uh, can hear it and see it. So they're going to have to, it's, that's a communication, um, the communication process in their marketing so that they can achieve that. There, of course, there will be, you know, um, a whole different level where they do need to up their game um, in the hygiene area. So, um, but they've got a they've got a reason for doing that now. If they want to get visitors back, people need to feel safe. So, whereas some properties may have been a little cavalier about health, they really can't afford to do that anymore if they want to be successful in the new travel world. And that's like here in New Zealand and overseas. It applies to both, doesn't it? Basically, yes, and yeah. that's and that's where booking through um, a travel agent is going to be super helpful because they will be um, indices that we'll be looking at when we book a property. Yep, is is to make sure that that hotel chain or motel chain or or that individual property uh, are meeting those requirements. Okay, so talking about keeping places clean and and hygiene while travelling and personal travel or or travelling and hygiene while travelling, I should say, um, is the cruise industry, which has basically in this whole COVID thing has really highlighted what I think a lot of us already sort of knew about cruise ships in a way when you you see stuff on YouTube or internet or television about cruises from hell and stuff like that. So that's another thing within New Zealand because New Zealand was meant to have a boomer cruise ship season last year or, you know, the basically um, the end of the summer and then this year was meant to be another boomer year. So how do you think people are going to feel about the cruise industry and basically hopping on um, large ships that have been coming to New Zealand, they exit out of, um, come out of Australia to New Zealand and then back to Australia? 
Well, I think the, the cruise industry has certainly got some challenges ahead of us, but we also need to remember that there are so many styles of cruising. Uh, they're not all big resort um, cruise liners. So there are small ship cruises. There are, there's expedition cruising. We've got a, a far smaller number of passengers on board, and they hopefully will be more appealing to people who are looking for a cruise experience. But I think with the larger resort cruise ships, they need to they need to remake themselves almost to to being the super safe place to be. So in other words, if you're only picking up people out of New Zealand and Australia and you've got some really interesting, immersive cruises that you can do around Aussie and, and New Zealand, then they, they should be really safe places to be because you've only picked up people from those two countries. I mean, you can, you can have cruises that go nowhere and we're literally the highlight is just enjoying the onboard experience because let's face it, they, they have you know entertainment and casinos, a lot of things that people are really looking for if they're wanting a very relaxing holiday. But uh, I think that the the cruise industry, yeah, they they will and they are taking a really hard look at their product offering, and they'll be developing product that will fit the new traveller expectation, and that will be one of of safety. Yes, because no, no no doubt about it that they're, they're doing that now. So you think that in the future there will be there will be probably a, a bigger increase in the small ship um, cruise market, and and the other ones are really going to have to, like you said, look into like some of the big mega ships. They've got four and a half thousand passengers on board. Are going to um, have to really really look at what they're offering. Um, I know there's a ship coming to New Zealand, isn't there? Um, P&O Cruises are going to be basing a ship in Auckland. Is that correct? When they're doing doing bits and pieces out of Auckland, and that's hopefully within one bubble. Yes, I, I believe so. And and those sorts of that sort of cruising actually is a lot of fun. You might just be on the cruise ship for four or five days. Um, there'll be it could be a theme. Uh, for example, a, a bunch of us World Travellers owners did one a couple of years ago out of Auckland, and it was three days, and it was a food and wine thing, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, and we didn't go anywhere. In fact, I believe we cruised down as far as Napier, and then just did a big loop back. Auckland, which took three days, but it was the onboard experience. It was fun. We were with people that we knew. Um, it was a safe environment, and it was great fun. So they, those sorts of um, cruises around New Zealand or between New Zealand and Australia, uh, I think, would be a really exciting market for people to consider. Okay, um, so when we talk about the overseas, the big mega ships, you, I've, you said before they're going to change. Um, but they will still be, you think they'll still be available, it'll just have a different product attached to it as such? There will probably be some rationalisation. Uh, I mean, they, they're cutting up big ships at the moment, which is, you know, heartbreaking to see. So I think there will be some rationalisation in terms of the, the global inventory of, of this, these big superliners. Um, but I definitely think they, they do need to, to rethink their, their product and their offering, and make it to make it more appealing for for new for new travellers now, um, particularly up in those you know the North American and, and European markets. Okay, 
one other thing is that we've, we're going to sort of go back to the beginning and we you want to cover a little bit more about uh, a question I asked about why do we use a um, travel agency and um, you just wanted to go back over that a little bit when the previous show. So what was the, some of the highlights and the points that you wanted to make around that of, of why um, a travel agency based in New Zealand um, is better, or not better, but is, a, is probably a better way of going at this present point in time in the COVID world and in the future um, to, with um, using other websites such as Expedia or Webjet or something like that. Mm, Those sort you. of products or co- uh, companies and, and so forth. Yes, um, thanks for that. The uh, COVID um, brought out the whole let's let's buy local, let's support our local um, businesses, our small or medium sized businesses in New Zealand. And travel agents certainly fall into that category. We are we are local, we are local SMEs, and we're very much in the in the space where we need local support. And what a lot of people don't understand is that if by booking online uh, with some of these big search engines, the profits that those companies make all stay overseas. None of it is, has any benefit to New Zealand. It's not supporting the New Zealand economy at all. So by booking local through a travel agent, you not only get the benefit of that local expertise and um, having a relationship with someone who understands what your travel requirements are, but you are supporting local businesses, you are keeping those um, travel consultants employed. And that's uh, really important. Uh, as, a, as an industry in New Zealand, it's really important that we keep that uh, professional expertise in the camp because goodness knows we're going to be needing it once the borders open. We need all our consultants to be um, up and flying Yep. and to help uh, travellers make the most of their plans. Okay. And so the next stage is, as we've sort of come to the end of the interview, what's your, um, how would you describe it, what's the best, well, the most, you've obviously done a lot of travelling yourself, so what? where's the, the most exciting place that you've been to um, and that you basically would love to go back again? Or, or anywhere else that you'd like to recommend to go? A bit of, well, I guess. The, yeah, the last trip that, um, that we had away was to Buenos Aires, and that was uh, a year, a couple of years ago. Just absolutely loved the, the vibe and the, uh, the, the energy of, um, of, the, of the city. But also the um, that northern region of Argentina, we we visited a a, a, a wetland, uh, saw wildlife. We visited a um, spent time in a um, in a jungle. We spent time out on a high desert in amongst vineyards. the The scope of the landscapes is just amazing, and we just loved every second of it. The people were friendly. The food was great. The pricing was. Um, was very affordable and you just came away feeling that you had visited somewhere very special and vibrant and lively and just a really, really good time. So, and it would be a place you'd go back to when the opportunity arrives, I guess. In a heartbeat, in a heartbeat, yes. Right. Um, We we did a very um, reasonably in-depth 
trip sort of Buenos Aires and north. We'd love to do Buenos Aires and south. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, A friend of mine, um, Sonia, we've had her on the show. She did a... um, um, she flew from Auckland to Argentina and then she travelled down and she did a, um Antarctic um, small cruise um, down around the Antarctica area there and she, she enjoyed um, South America a lot as well. She said that she'd be going back there as soon as she can as well. So mm. it's quite interesting. Um, what are what are some of the places that you've had funny experiences in, and and sort of you sort of remember as as such maybe something that is sort of a bit quirky or a bit fun that's sort of happened that was unexpected. Well, one thing that I always look back on with some dismay, I'd have to say, would be a a trip that um, my husband and I booked ourselves, actually. We didn't use a travel agent. We thought, oh, well, we're smart enough. We can do this ourselves. Oh, yeah. And we booked ourselves into a um, into a resort on the south coast of Fiji. And uh, what we didn't understand and what we didn't realise, and a travel consultant would have told us this, is that the cane trains go back and forth by this resort all day and all night. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and they do more during the night than during the day. Um, and when it goes past the, the resort in a southward direction, uh, the cane trains are empty, so it's rattle, 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 rattle. And when they come back, they're full, so it's rumble, 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 rumble. And we actually worked out that our pillows were, as the crow flies, about 10 metres from the railway track. So, I mean, <laughs> was, <laughs> this was not, this was someplace that um, we thought, uh, maybe we should have consulted somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, <laughs> live and learn, as they say. Live and learn. Yeah. I would, I would have probably loved that because I'm a bit of a train nut, so I would have thought yes, it was great. You've been train spotting out at the gate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Well, well, thank you, um, Linda. I think we've we've covered a lot of stuff, and um, hopefully you are happy with what we've done. And yeah, it's um. Yeah, it's been um, really good to have you on the on the show. Um, if you would like to, um, at this stage, um, just mention some contact details for your two businesses, um, World Travellers here in Christchurch and also in Wanaka. And um, who's the best people to contact? Um, <laughs> where you go? <laughs> well, yeah, where, where we go. Um, down, down in Wanaka, we've, uh, our consultants down there are all mobile now. So we've, we've got a team down there um, based in Wanaka, Hawea, uh, Cromwell, Alex, even as far south as Belkuka and, and Dunedin. So um, visiting our website, uh, worldtravellerswanaka.co.nz, they've all got their individual uh, contact details there. Right. So will um, they um, just, uh, will that, can they come and see you at your house or do you go and meet them somewhere or was it just through phone calls and emails and stuff? Yeah, um, just what, whatever suits um, the, the clients. So they're very much mobile. They can go to uh, a client's house, they can meet at a cafe uh, or they can go by phone, Zoom, yep. uh, WhatsApp. So we're using all the technologies now to stay in contact with people. Um in, yeah, so I think just visiting the website and there's photos there of all the team. Yep, cool. So that's a good way of touching base with them. And in Christchurch, uh, 
again, the consultants are all working from home, and this, as they have been since March anyway. But we do have um, a small office hub, which we have in Colombo Street, 834 Colombo Street, uh, upstairs from Whiskey Galore. Now, that's not um, personed or manned every day, so it's a place um, like to a go meeting if, point. You, if, if, yeah, if you have an appointment with a consultant. But going to our, our website for... For Christchurch, it's worldtravellerschristchurchcity.co.nz and again, all the contact details are there for the consultants. Okay, good. Well, well, thank you very much for your time and coming on to the show and explaining um, lots of things, actually. And, um, yeah, it's been really good and I hope you've enjoyed it. Cool. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Douglas. Thank you very much for the opportunity. No worries. Okay, so that was Linda Jenkins from World Travellers here in Christchurch and also in Wanaka. Thank you very much, and um, we'll all see you guys soon. Thank you, and bye. If you like today's show and would like to hear it again, please go to plainsfm.org.nz and download the podcast by searching the DJ Mac Travel Show. If you would like more information and would like to talk to someone, maybe myself, then please call us on 0800 196633 and that's at Identity Tours here in Christchurch. Thank you and have a good week.